0: Last night, I talked about some of the creches, the nativity scenes in wood or stone or plastic that I have found very meaningful in my life. This morning, I'd like you to reflect on the creches you have known perhaps played with as a young child, set up as an adult. I'd like to encourage you to do that because I think we set it up as part of our decoration for the season, often not taking the moment to see the power of that little scene. You know. It only took four centuries for James of Jerusalem to realize with all the pilgrims arriving at Easter and many of them not knowing what they were there to celebrate, to set up those stations of the cross to let people learn that whole set of lessons. Amazingly, it took until the 12th or 13th century, when St. Francis put together the first re imaging of this scene. I'm sure the animals would not be there if it had not been St. Francis's creation. So think for a minute about the crashes you've known. What do they tell you? What I see first is the statement that God is with us right in the midst of our lives, right in the midst of maybe not the prettiest part of our lives, But God is there. The second thing I notice, the hymn writers all talk about heaven and earth meeting at that birth. But as I read the stories this year, I saw the contrast the high-born, the highest heaven, and the lowly. Look at that scene. Who is the highest-born of all? Jesus. Look carefully at that scene. He is almost always the lowest, even if the animals are laying down. He's lower. So there lies God, assuming the lowest position, so he can look up at all those assembled, adoring from below, understanding from below loving from below. Each of us being adored. In many of those scenes there is a star. This is about a small group of people but somehow or another so much bigger, big enough to include all of us several thousand years later. And then, look at that small gathering. It's really fascinating. We know Mary and Joseph and the baby, and the shepherds, They seem so sweet to us, but not in the day this story was discovered. They were considered the riffraff, the gypsies of that society, not to be honored or trusted. They were not allowed to testify in court because they were so distrusted. And yet God made sure that they were there. God trusted them to be the first to hear the story and to witness to what it meant. Also, now they're still traveling, but eventually the kings, the wise men, the rich and famous will also be there at God's table the animals the poor the dishonored but also the high and glorious there is a place for all of us at God's table my last reflection I know most of them are usually on Mary, but perhaps not surprisingly, I see Joseph. He didn't have much to do with creating this event, but there he is, loving, protective. He must have been full of joy at this birth not only because it was any birth, but because of what Mary and the shepherds and his dreams had told him about all of this. And then he steps back for a second and says, how do I keep all this promise alive? How do I make sure it is shared with all the world? That's your role and my role, helping it stay alive and sharing the joy, the peace, the love. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord.